Aloha and welcome to Elevating Motherhood. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Lori Beth Aldridge. I've taken my passion for conversation, perspective, and supporting moms and turned it into a podcast. My goal is to talk openly about motherhood, offer new ideas, and help moms find their confidence in this busy and sometimes overwhelming world we live in. We're going to dive deep, open up, and elevate motherhood. Thanks for being here with me. Let's get started. Thanks to Blossom and Root for supporting the Elevating Motherhood podcast. Blossom and Root is a nature-based, Charlotte Mason-inspired homeschool curriculum company that has been gently guiding and supporting families for years. This thoughtful, age-appropriate curriculum begins at the preschool level with options all the way up to fourth grade with more grade levels being released each year. Blossom and Root is the homeschool curriculum my family uses and loves. The information and ideas and lessons that are shared in this wonderful curriculum are easy to follow, fun, and engaging for both parents and children. If you're new to homeschool or are simply looking for an inspired homeschool curriculum to help you lovingly teach and guide your children, I highly recommend Blossom and Root. Using this curriculum has brought so much connection and joy to my family's homeschool days. I absolutely love it. Blossom and Root has generously offered a discount code for listeners of Elevating Motherhood. Use the code LORIBETH10, L-O-R-I-B-E-T-H-1-0 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. For more information about Blossom and Root, head over to elevatingmotherhood.com forward slash homeschool. That's elevatingmotherhood.com forward slash homeschool. Hey mamas, thanks for tuning into this episode. My gosh, this whole notion has been on my heart for so long and I've watched it play out, especially recently with everything that's going on in our world and everything we're experiencing. And I know that I'm not the only mom out there who is feeling this division, um, you know, in our greater cultural messaging that we're receiving in the media, in our communities, you know, within our family and friend circles and our homes. And the division is really starting to get to people. And I have been trying to unpack for a really long time, this whole notion of versus culture and how it affects us, especially as moms. I definitely don't have all the answers to all of the things when it comes to, gosh, I mean, it's just so multifaceted, right? It has to do with personal beliefs. It has to do with journalism. It has to do with advertising and marketing and messaging and, and just all sorts of things. But I think it's time that we just call it what it is and start doing something about it. Even though we don't have all the answers, is that not motherhood right there in a nutshell for forward motion, improving our lives and our families, resourcing ourselves all without having the answers, you know, before we dive in. When it comes to versus culture, I would bet money that no one understands this notion better than moms. We are thrown into it from the moment we decide to either start trying to have a baby or when we find out we're pregnant. In an instant, we are thrown into 
hospital birth versus home birth questions, you know, breastfeeding versus formula, cloth diapering versus disposable, this brand versus that brand, that car seat versus this car seat. It is completely overwhelming. And at the end of the day, feels like nothing less than a freight train of advertising campaigns, personal opinions that end up feeling more like personal attacks and social pressure to pick a side and stick to it in every single anti versus pro argument out there. It's just, it's just yuck. And it is time that we do something about it. You know, we are told we have to buy the whole package and align with one side or one choice and that there's no opting out and that you have to choose one and stick to it and you can't switch sides. But we all know that just isn't true. So when I'm talking about versus culture, I'll give you some examples of what it is I'm talking about. I've already given you a few, you know, hospital versus home birth, breastfeeding versus formula feeding. There's also homeschool versus public school, you know, and you can even add private school options in there too. And within the homeschool community, there's this secular versus religious energy too. There are the super modern, super relevant verses of vaccinated versus unvaccinated masks versus no masks. We've got eating styles, you know, are you a meat eater versus vegans? Oh my gosh, what phone do you use? Android versus iPhone. And then just the more, I think, universal ones when we think of like pro or anti, you know, pro-life versus pro-choice, Republican versus Democrat. I mean, the list goes on and it's just part of our everyday culture and it's become part of our everyday terminology and, and the words that we use and the semantics and There are lots of reasons for this, but I do feel like the versus culture language and and words and ideas and beliefs are affecting us on personal levels, um, on family levels, extended family levels within our friends, groups, communities, and then our culture at large as well. The versus culture messaging is toxic for a lot of reasons. I think it creates division among all of those things that I just talked about. It creates division with us, within us personally, within our families, within our friend circles, within our community, as um, elected representatives are trying to come up with laws and mandates and all of this stuff, and then our culture at large too. And part of that division is the creation of self-doubt. We already, as moms, want to show up and try our best and make the right decisions and get it right every single time. And we're never going to get it right every single time, but we try our best. And when we try our best, we're going to show up with, you know, questioning like, oh my gosh, am I making the right decision? Is this the right decision at the right time? I know so many families are struggling with that right now. Here in Hawaii, there's a lot of doubt as to whether people should stay or go, um, what, what the future holds. And it just, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of tension. So the self-doubt is like on every single level from, you know, what diapers do I choose to put my baby in to do we stay or do we move or do we make a big life change? And that doubt is already there to begin with, but the versus culture messaging of choosing a side creates more doubt because there's such pressure to choose one side and stick to it that this, this culture doesn't make room for any middle ground or any gray area or any space to hold both sides of a coin at the exact same time. And it kind of pairs it down and 
says you have two choices and you need to choose between these two choices. And some situations like with the education example, it's like, okay, well, actually you have three choices. Which do you choose? And then you have to stick with it. You can't change from there. But we know that that is just not true. One of the other toxic elements of versus culture is that it makes people feel like they can't change their minds. Like if you're going to choose cloth diapering, you better stick with it the entire time um, and never switch to disposable and, you know, do it for all the right reasons. You know, if you choose to eat a certain way, you better stick with it the entire time, you know, whether it's serving you or not, you know, you've made this decision, you gotta, you gotta really get in there and have your reasonings behind it and stick with it. And, and that's it. Zero flexibility. And again, on some level, moms know that that just isn't true. It just isn't true that we can try out different things. We can change our mind at any time, but this isn't what the larger messaging is telling us or encouraging us. And we are just bombarded with it on such a constant scale that I feel like it really does end up shutting people off to listening or even considering other sides because we're just so used to the labels and we're so used to picking sides and then sticking with yours no matter what. And I can't help but think that choosing a side gives off the illusion that there is a one size fits all answer for, for life, for every situation and which Every side you're on, that is the one size fits all answer and the other side is wrong. But here on the show, you hear me talk about in almost every single episode and all of my guests seem to reference it too. It doesn't matter what the topic is. We have all come to the conclusion that there is no one size fits all answer for anything or anybody or any people ever, 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 ever. And when we have to choose a side, it's like saying there is a one size fits all answer. And that answer is my side's answer. And there's nothing else. And that has never sat easy with me. It's never rang true. And I truly believe there is no one size fits all answer for anything ever. So when the versus culture messaging comes up, it always just, mm, it just rubs me the wrong way because of that fact alone, because I don't believe there's any one size fits all answer. And when someone says there is, and here it is, and you're either with me or against me, I just can't help but shake my head and want to like walk away completely from, from that situation or that topic or that news article or that meme or anything that encourages us to buy into versus culture and marketing messaging. And that kind of messaging really disempowers us too, because it tells us that we have to choose a side, that the answers are outside of us instead of within us, and that it's either black or white. It's nothing in between and there isn't any gray, but I think that most of us honor and recognize the fact that flexibility and fluidity and understanding and compassion and and changing our minds and, and self-awareness and making changes for our family based on different seasons and energy levels and all kinds of things, all kinds of things. We have to be flexible like that. And so when we're forced to choose one or the other, um, and we're told that there aren't any other options, I just feel like that's super disempowering because it takes away from us addressing our real concerns, either personal concerns, family concerns, friend concerns, community concerns, etc. Because again, we're coming back to that whole, there is no one size fits all answer for anything ever belief. And, and now we're trying to apply it to black versus white. Um, and there's no gray in between. And 
yeah, it ends up feeling like a square, square peg in a round hole. And because of that, it creates disconnect and tension within us personally, within our families, within our friend circles, within our community, within our larger culture. It pits people against each other. It pits us against ourselves, you know, us facing what we're being sold and what we feel inside of ourselves. It pits family member against family member, parent against parent, co-parent against co-parent. The whole gamut. So all of these different things, and I'll go over the list again one more time um, so that you can think about it and see it. And I'll also put it in the show notes in such a way that hopefully you can take some of these um, toxicity points that I'm pointing out and then apply them to all of the different levels that affects the personal, family, friends, community, and larger culture. But it's something that would take a lot of time to unpack. And I think that that unpacking is going to look very different and very personal for every single person, family, community, friend circle. You get the gist. But the last toxicity point that I really point, I want to point out when it comes to versus culture is that I feel like this kind of messaging encourages us to align with a collective instead of our truest selves. And in all my years of mothering and having the podcast and, and focusing on self-reflection and taking the time for it and trying to figure out where my happiness and where my joy comes from so that I can lean into that more. It really does come from opting out of the larger cultural messages that aren't serving me or my family. And anytime there is a message or a marketing strategy that tells me this side's better, you know, come to the dark side, we have cookies, all that sort of messaging. That's not where my happiness is. I don't find happiness in aligning with a collective thought or idea as much as I do aligning my actions and values with my truest self. But I feel like that also stems um, more from, you know, episode 105 and toxic motherhood messaging of, you know, any messaging that gets us away from who we are, who we actually are as a person, finding out who we are, finding out what we value, what we actually value, finding what we need in any moment in our lives to be present in the season that we are in with the resources that we have being true to that and where we are in the moment is where I find the most peace. It's where I find the most joy. And I don't think I have ever found peace, joy, happiness, and incredible resources for my family when I align with anything outside of my true self. And that includes aligning with the collective or aligning with a side, you know, pro versus anti or black versus white, you know, I'm always, always, always somewhere in the middle too. So just to recap, what I'd really like you to do is go to the show notes at elevatingmotherhood.com and look at the ones for today's episode and check out the two lists. So So my list of why versus culture messaging is so toxic is that it creates division. It fosters self-doubt. It makes people feel like they can't change their minds. It shuts people off from listening to or considering other sides. I have sides in quotations. Um, It gives the illusion of a one size fits all answer, you know, which is your side and never the other side. It disempowers us. It creates disconnect and tension. It pits people against each other and encourages us to align with a collective instead of our truest selves. So take each of those points and then apply it on a personal level, on a family level, and that can include your immediate family and then your extended family, your friend circle, your community, your local community, and then the the larger culture that you're a part of, whether that's state 
or country or religious affiliation or even education affiliation, you know, or whatever larger culture that you are a part of. Take all of those whys and apply them to each of those different groups in your life and see how they apply, where they apply. Can you see where it's creating division? Can you see where you're disempowered? Can you see the disconnect, the tension? This type of self-reflection and really sitting down and dismantling the whys, the personal whys behind why versus culture is not serving you in your life and it's not serving you in your community and in your relationships, I think is the first step in getting started and abandoning versus culture and getting closer to your truest self and to that true happiness and support And I really can't help but think that that's where the deeper relationship connections lie is outside of this toxic messaging and inside of ourselves. At the end of the day, it all comes down to connection. Moms really want to feel heard and understood. So do our children. So does every other person that we are around. You know, we want to be seen for the whole women that they are. We want to feel connected to our children, to our partners, to our friends, our family, our home, and the world around us. And we aren't going to find connection in messages that tell us to be against one another, to be versus one another, that take away our power, that feed us impossible expectations, that leave us impaired physically and emotionally and mentally, or anything that drives a wedge between us and the ones that we love. So after you've done that reflection piece and seen where versus culture has come into your life, into your motherhood journey, into your heart, into your family and how it's affecting you, or if it's affecting you, I think that there's some steps we can take to do something about the negativity that it has brought into our lives. And I think the next step would be to just be aware of it, to consciously bring the toxicity of versus culture into your mind when you are reading, um, when you're talking with others and just really have it in your mindset as I'm aware of this. I'm aware when there are marketing campaigns, when there are narratives being pushed on me, when I am being encouraged to find division in a time where I feel like connection is most important. And once you're aware of that, it becomes so much easier to recognize it and see how it's affecting you and then helps you find a quicker, clearer path to what you can do about it. I also think it would be helpful to just opt out of that narrative in general. So when we're talking about mindset, I think it's one thing to be aware of it and work that into your mindset, but then to bring it on as a personal belief and just opt out of that narrative and say, you know, I'm not going to buy into the versus culture messaging anymore. You know, you could even come up with a new response that you share with people. So anytime you are reading something or conversing with someone in person or online, Your new response can be something like, I make space for listening, understanding, and change. I believe others have the right to choose what is best for them and their family. And just having some sort of response that feels true and personal and right to you that you can share anytime you are confronted with an opportunity, which is on the daily, my gosh, uh, an opportunity to, or no, I should say an invitation to pick a side. 
Anytime there's an invitation to pick a side and, and be part of the disconnect rather than the connection, just to have that answer in your back pocket that aligns with your values. And you can just pull out and say, yeah, Hey, you know what? I make space for listening, understanding and change. And I believe that others have the right to choose what's best for them and their family and diffusing those invitations. I don't even want to say refusing. I do feel like it's diffusing those, those invitations, I think will make a huge difference and make space for differences and for clarity. And you can move forward from there, knowing that your goal is connection. And in place of an invitation to divide, you are creating the space and holding the space for connection and for everybody to choose what's best for them. How refreshing would that be if every time you were presented with these different options, someone just added the tagline of like, Hey, you just do what's best for you and your family and, and held that space and genuinely meant it. I think it would be so much easier to stand there in the grocery aisle and choose a diaper, you know, without shame, um, or choose an option for anything parenting without shame and just this understanding and Oh man, to me, that is what our motherhood culture should be about is holding space for people to make the best decision for them and their family in the season that they're in with the resources that they have. Once you have that freedom to do that, I think that most people are going to choose to resource themselves and do it openly and freely, as opposed to having all these marketing messages and advertisements and everything just shoved down their throats of like, no, 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 this is the best. This is the best. You have to choose this. You have to choose this. And, and, and here's why, and, and here's like a quick, you know, summarized reason as to why, and here quick, here's a shiny video as to why. And just, uh, we don't, we don't need any of that at this point. What we need is the space and freedom to reflect, to figure out who we are, to figure out what our family needs in this season, what we can afford, what we can have the bandwidth for. I can't stand that expression, but my gosh, it feels so relevant to motherhood at this point and just make the best decisions from there. You know, another way we can do that beyond just calling it out and holding space for other people to make the best decisions for them is to stop sharing memes or messages on social media that create divide and stopping the the freight train of divisive messaging is in our hands. It's one mom at a time showing up and just saying, you know, I, I see the point behind that. It's, you know, is there some other way we can present this that could create more connection and less division? And when they become not popular and we're looking for genuine happiness and peace and connection over just a quick laugh, I think we'll see a big difference in our own personal life and mindset and mentality. And then also in how that ripples out and holds space for other moms too. We can normalize differences. And I think that moms understand that there are differences. I think we understand there is not a one size fits all answer for anything ever, but it doesn't feel like that messaging is normalized or, you know, the norm or the cultural norm or the encouragement, because I mean, that's why we're talking about versus culture is because the versus culture is the norm, not the fact that there are differences. So the messaging is convoluted, it's muddy, it's dirty, and I think it's time for us to clear the path for the messaging that difference is what nor is what's normal and not versus. 
Another thing we can do is align our actions and our values. I talk about it all the time on the show. You know, if you believe there is no one size fits all answer for anything ever, then take that belief and not only hold it, but act on it, speak it and live it. There's a huge difference between knowing something in your mind and your heart and knowing something in your mind and your heart, and then aligning your actions with that knowing and really acting and speaking and living from that belief and that value. So that's just my example, you know, that I believe there is no one size fits all answer for anything ever. And so that is how I strive to show up anytime these topics come up and I'm like, yeah, there definitely is no one size fits all answer for anything ever. And so I try to act, speak and live that belief out and put it into action instead of just having it be something that I hold in my heart and my head and not share with other people. Hmm. This being said, I do know that sometimes the versus stuff that comes up, um, in some of the examples I gave, I'm not even going to tiptoe around it. Um, but for example, like the pro-life versus pro-choice argument, there are people who are choosing a side and they feel like that is aligning their actions and their values by speaking out, um, against one side or the other. So I do want to recognize that too, that this is a very complicated issue and I haven't worked out the details and sat down long enough with that concept and that thought of what happens when some of the versus culture points actually are just that it is aligning our actions and our values. So I just wanted to hold space for that argument too, because it definitely isn't lost on me with um, friends that I have on all sides of that issue. But in thinking about that, I also was feeling like a lot of the versus stuff, a lot of the versus culture tries the sides, try to choose one value and say, well, if you value compassion, you have to be on our side. And we are the only side who values compassion. Um, and that can apply to any of the examples. Again, they're listed, um, in the show notes at elevatingmotherhood.com. And I'd actually love to hear some of your verses examples too, that are showing up in your life as well. So I hope you'll reach out to me in the contact form on the website or over on Instagram at Lori Beth Aldridge. But I was thinking that a lot of these sides try to claim values, um, for their side only. And so compassion actually was the example that came up. And so I went down through the list and I started to apply compassion to every single side of the, the versus list that I gave. And so when it comes to hospital versus home birth, you could easily say that the hospital side is the one that's the side that has the compassion. You could easily say that the home birth side is the side that has the compassion. And I think the truth is actually somewhere totally in the middle on both sides, there is a compassion element. Truly, you know, same goes for breastfeeding versus formula feeding. Compassion doesn't just live on one side or the other. There are ways we can show up with compassion and love and understanding and acceptance, um, on either one of those sides of the fence. Same for, you know, secular versus religious homeschool curriculum, vaccinated versus unvaccinated, mass versus no mass. Like 
any of those Republican versus Democrat, one side doesn't hold, get to choose and say, okay, we choose um, compassion, we choose love. Um, And if you're not compassionate or loving, well, then, you know, you can choose the other side. But if you are compassionate and loving, you have no choice but to choose our side. Does that make sense? So when I start to think about it in those terms and how all of these different sides are trying to claim different values that people hold, you know, about compassion and connection and love and joy and freedom and, and all these different values and virtues and ideas, the, the fact of the matter is these things don't live on just one side of a fence fences are usually see-through or they don't go all the way to the sky. You know, these things can live on either side of a fence and actually there doesn't even need to be a fence. There's so much gray area in between so many times that as parents, especially we are presented with seasons or circumstances where we are forced to change our minds or change our opinions or change what is best for us and our family. And versus culture tells us that means we'd be switching teams. And that's really actually not the energy of what's happening at all. (sighs) Yeah. So that's as far as I've gotten with that thought, um, that we don't need to believe any of the sides when they say like our team chooses compassion, you know, anybody else on any other team, they don't choose compassion. We don't have to believe it when a side says our side is for compassion. The other side is not Uh, because I just, I can't see the truth in that anymore. I think there's room for a lot of these virtues and values on both sides. Truly at the end of the day, there doesn't need to be sides. And and the last point I want to make on as, as far as what we can do about versus culture messaging is, is to know yourself, um, really get to know your truest self figure out what you believe in, what your heart really wants and needs and, and believes and identify your own values and virtues and things that are important in your life outside of all cultural messaging, outside of all marketing and ad campaigns, just figure out what you genuinely need, what you genuinely believe, what your family genuinely needs and believes and start making decisions from that space instead of from the different dugouts of versus culture. So quick recap of what we can do about it. Be aware of it, opt out of the narrative, call it out when you see it, stop sharing memes or messages on social media that create divide, normalize differences, align your actions and values, really act, speak, and live your beliefs. Um, Come up with a new blanket response you can give to diffuse versus situations and then know yourself. I just want to say thank you again for being here for this conversation. Um, uh, Part of me wants to apologize for not having this thought out all the way, but that's the tricky part about a solo show on a podcast is that I want to share my ideas and I want to start the conversation, but I don't want it to be just a presentation of my ideas. I actually want it to be a conversation, a back and forth. And I want to hear your thoughts on versus culture and how it has shown up in your life. Um, I, you know, I'm open to all sides. Has it been helpful? Has it not been helpful? Um, do you see some of the points? Do you feel differently about some of the points that I made? Are there specific examples of of versus culture in your life or even like different categories of how it's affected you? Um, 
Do you have any other thoughts on why it's toxic or even where all of this versus culture stuff came from? I am open to this being more of a conversation. So gosh, I don't know what that's going to look like. If it's going to look like us talking over on Instagram or in the Elevating Motherhood Patreon page or um, via email, or if there's going to be a follow-up episode to this. And I would just love to hear from you and how you'd like to start unpacking this topic more with other moms. So thank you again so much for being here. Thank you for taking the time to reflect on this incredibly relevant and incredibly important topic to us right now at this moment in time. So I am thinking of you um, during this transition, um, the seasonal transition, school year transition. Um, There's a lot of new chapter, big change energy that's happening for a lot of families. So just wanted to affirm that for you. If you are experiencing that in your own personal life, it seems like there's a lot of families who are going through a lot of change right now too. So I'm thinking of you, I'm praying for you and just know every single time you show up and listen to these episodes and connect with other moms and, and make changes and get to know yourself better. I am just so filled with joy and pride and, and gratitude for the connection and the growing together that this space and and this sisterhood we have really creates. So thank you so much, mama. I really appreciate you. That's it for this episode of Elevating Motherhood. Thanks again for spending your valuable time with me today. I hope you found some insight and inspiration, or maybe a little of both. If you like today's show, please leave a review on iTunes. I use your feedback to plan future shows and cover topics that serve you. You can also connect with me on Instagram and Facebook. Links to those accounts are in the show notes. For more information, including today's show notes, head to elevatingmotherhood.com. That's elevatingmotherhood.com. Thanks again, Mama. I appreciate you.